Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Church Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Well, got a massive episode coming out uh, this week, which I'm really uh, looking forward to chatting to this guy. Uh, he recently played uh, AFL football. He played 208 games. He played for the Carlton Football Club, the Adelaide Crows, and he finished his career up at the GWS Giants. Well, welcome to the show, Sam. It's great to have you on, and thank you for coming on the show, mate. Beautiful. Thanks, Jed. Thanks for having me on, mate. No worries at all. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. So we'll get stuck into it, mate. Um, I'll start off with where did you play your junior uh, football at? Yeah, so I'm from, <clears throat> from a small town called Ardrossan on the York Peninsula in South Australia. So it's about two hours west of Adelaide. Um, so I played there from pretty much when I started in sort of under eights or under tens right through to um, was about under 15 age before I went to Adelaide to play for the Woodville West Orange. Fantastic. Did you enjoy your uh, time there, mate? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. So, um, as you mentioned, I'm obviously recently retired. So, I'm going back there to play again this year, which will be nice to finish where I started. Oh, awesome. That definitely will be. Uh, great. Yeah, so, obviously, I just mentioned um, at the start of the program, you played at Carlton, obviously, the Crows. We'll start off with Carlton. Uh, what was it like being drafted as a young kid can you tell us a bit about that yeah it was obviously uh it was a little bit of a whirlwind looking back now it's it all sort of happens pretty quickly in the two three two to three years leading up to it but um i guess you know i was a kid who was rookie listed so i didn't get national drafted so i went through the disappointment of not being selected in the national draft um which wasn't ideal but um you know the rookie draft was only a couple of days later so i was very fortunate to get an opportunity at carlton and um yeah, I love going through the process and all that sort of stuff. I mean, perfect world. It would have been uh, would have been nice to get picked up in the national draft. I know you, I guess you got that security, but you know, rookie draft gives you an opportunity, and sometimes that's all you need. So um, I was really excited to get over to Melbourne, and it was a big move, but it was very exciting at the time. It definitely would have been really exciting. So you obviously said it was a big move for you. And obviously, as a young as a young lad back then, it must must have been obviously quite uh, nervous for you. Obviously, Sam, obviously moving away from your uh, family and friends, I would imagine. Yeah, big time. As I mentioned, I went from there's about a thousand people in the town where I grew up, so I pretty much went from you know living there to Melbourne. So it was a massive change going from a small country town in South Australia to the big smoke in Melbourne. So um, you know, I was very fortunate. I drafted with a lot of good mates who are, who are still my close friends now, and um yeah i settled in really well there but at the same time there was a lot of homesickness as well as as it was pretty challenging through the times as as obviously there's there's always a process to get through before you start playing regular afl and um but yeah it was, it was a fantastic time at carlton yes yeah, so i was just saying then obviously at carlton mate did you, did you play uh afl there before you played afl yeah, I did. Um, I guess I was playing SANFL as a 17-year-old in Adelaide before I went. Um, but over there, was obviously, I was on the rookie list. So, unfortunately, I spent a bit of time playing some VFL reserves, which is obviously tough to tough bit of, bit of pill to swallow because, um, you know, I was playing league footy here in South Australia. So, I um, had to go back and play some VFL reserves games, and, and but mostly in the VFL. And, um, you know, very fortunate to play with a great club, the Northern Bullhounds, who I still follow closely now. And, 
got a lot of great memories there. We lost two grand finals. Unfortunately, it would have been nice to have won one, but um, yeah, we had some real, real good team success there and, and a lot of fun under David T, who's, who's now coaching the Carlton team. Yeah, uh, obviously just saying, obviously David T is coaching, you know, Carlton now at the moment. Yeah, so like you were just saying, and obviously you did play a bit of VFL. There is obviously a massive uh, difference between the VFL and the uh, AFLs, what I imagine, Sam. Yeah, there is. Um, you know, I guess VFLs, I guess just a breeding ground for, for aspiring AFL players or, or guys who are close to playing but aren't quite there. So, um, you know, it was always challenging from week to week because you didn't know, you know, completely who you, ha- who you had available. But, um, yeah, as I mentioned, we had a pretty steady group of, of, of players at Carlton who all came through together. And, um, you know, it would have been nice if we were able to play a lot more AFL footy together. But, um, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Yeah, that's right. It would have been a bit disappointing for you uh, back then. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll obviously move on, Sam. So you, after you played at Carlton, mate, you obviously chose to go back home to South Australia, and that's when you played at the Adelaide Crows Footy Club. Uh, why did you make that decision to go back home and play? Um, it was probably a couple of things. I've, you know, I always loved the idea of going home and playing, playing in front of friends and family. And... Um, you know, Crows was was the natural choice for me as, as I was a big Crows fan, well, you know, Crows and Brisbane Lions fan growing up. So, um, yeah, for me, and then and then the other thing was at Carlton, you know, we had three other young developing ruckmen in Robbie Warnock, Matty Cruiser and Sean Hanson. And, um, you know, it was always tough to get a regular spot as, you know, I always seemed to be sort of be the first one or last one in, first one drop. So, um, you know, being a rookie list player, I guess you have to, scratch and fight a bit more for your opportunities but um you know it led me to going back to Adelaide and, and obviously that was the best career move for me and you know I absolutely love the Crows and um I'm very very thankful to be able to play some footy there. It's definitely would have been tough for you know, like you're just saying then to obviously break into that back sorry to break into Carlton's team back then yeah so obviously you went and played at the Crows obviously a a massive game for them is in the season, the uh, showdown, obviously, between the Crows and the Port Adelaide uh, footy club over there. I imagine that would have been uh, fantastic for you to be a part of. Yeah, I absolutely love the showdowns. Um, you know, it's obviously the biggest game of the two biggest games of the year is, is the showdowns. And, um, you know, it's obviously, yeah, had, had a bit of success. I think I won, won 11, lost five, so... A, it's a record I'm pretty proud of to be, you know, part of a part of a winning winning record. As Port's obviously been a really good team for a long time, so um, you know it's nice to get that advantage on them. And um, you know, it's pretty pretty much the closest thing to finals as you're going to get without being a final. Yeah, no, it definitely would have. Um, yeah, so obviously you played at your major uh, role in the team was a ruckman. What was it like? Um, playing against guys, I'll just mention a few. Obviously, uh, Max Gorn, Nick Nacknui, Brody Grundy. What was it like playing against them? Because obviously, they are fantastic uh, rucks out through the AFL competition. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is um, is just the the variety. They're all they're all so different, and they're, they're such different athletes as well. And you know, you throw Toddy Goldstein into that mix as well, and um, you know, it's a pretty pretty. Pretty, uh, pretty good rock group. So, um, I guess the challenge every week was was being able to, I guess, trying to get the game on your terms first of all. But if you can't do that, then you have to sort of adapt and and be ready because those players can be so damaging. And 
Um, yeah, I'd like to think that I had some success against them and, and obviously got beaten by them at times as well, but that's, that's part and parcel of the position. And I guess it's probably the only true 1v1 position left on the ground is if, if the Ruckman's had a good day, you generally know who he's beaten. So it's, um, it's pretty, pretty easy to follow from that point of view. So there's always a big responsibility that goes along with it, but one I absolutely thrived on. And I think now, uh, you know, now I'm finished. I'm, I'm really keen to sit back and just watch some of these ruck, ruck battles unfold without having, you know, in such, a, such an invested interest in it. Yeah, so I, I imagine for you, Sam, there would have been uh, lots of uh, preparing before the game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know, I, I thought my game knowledge was one of my strengths and that's why I'm sort of keen to get in a footy post footy is um, because I loved, uh, I loved trying to, I guess, understand each player's strengths and weaknesses who I was playing against or areas that I felt I could expose them or, or you know, areas I had to tighten up on. So, um, yeah, as, as mentioned, I did a lot of homework, played a lot against um, some similar guys. So you start to learn little tricks and, um, you know, it's always, you know, a big, big challenge when you come up against them. You definitely would have learned a lot. Also, uh, obviously, before the AFL season starts, Sam, you obviously have a massive pre-season. What was the uh, pre-season like for you as AFL players? Yeah, I think, um, you know, for me, early days, it was obviously really tough because I was probably just a, you know, a pretty, um, pretty young, you know, country boy coming through who hadn't done a whole lot of training, to be honest, you know, during pre-season you play cricket you don't play you don't do pretty pre-season so yeah, that's right. um, that was a big that was a big change for me but over the years I really you know I guess thrived on it because I felt it really set me up for the year so you know I was a guy who was big on you know not missing a session so um, every pre-season I try and do as much as I can and um, because I felt felt it put me in a really good spot you know coming into the year and um, I guess that probably held up over time as well and it probably backed up because I was able to play so much footy which was good. It definitely would have uh, put you in a great uh, position for once the uh, AFL season came around. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's um, it can be pretty long and it can be pretty tough pre-season at times. And uh, but I'm certainly glad now that I've I've finished with them, as as I don't know if I had one more in me. <laughs> so you would. I'd have to worry about the preseason. Yes. Yeah, so obviously a question about preseason, Sam. Was there something particular that you, you liked to work on as a player in the uh, off season? Yeah, for me it was just just building in my fitness base and just making sure I did every session. I think, you know, the best the best thing you can have coming into a season is is momentum and confidence that your body's in good shape. So I mean, there's always things you're working on, you know, every, you take a focus in every preseason, whether it's, you know, marking or ground balls or rock work or, you know, whatever it might be or running patterns. But for me, you know, I just, I just enjoyed stringing the sessions together as it's, you know, the best time feedback you can get is actually being out in the track. And um, if you're not doing that, it's really hard to, to find consistency in, in performance of training. So um, the more time you can spend on the track, I think the, the better it holds you in, in good stead to play, have a good year. It uh, definitely would, especially with uh, having that confidence, like you were saying before, it would be really important for AFL footballers. 
Yeah, it does. It does. And I guess at times it seems a bit silly that, you know, a preseason can really set your year up because it's such a, such a long time. But um, yeah, it just gives you that confidence that you're, you're in good shape and that you're ready for the year. Yeah, no, it definitely would. So obviously I'll ask you this question. This is before you played AFL. Who did you look up to when you were younger and why did you look up to them? Yeah, Michael Voss was my favourite player. Um, I don't know. I just had a had a thing. I love the love the Brisbane Bears. They were back then, and uh, yeah, Michael. I really sort of I enjoyed the way he played, and um, I guess as I got older and understood that you know, as from a kid to you know my teenage years that I was a ruckman, so I really enjoyed watching Dean Cox from there, and um, you know, I watched a lot of vision of his, tried to base a lot of my game on his, and um, you know, the fact I was able to play against him is is a real career highlight for me, and um, you know. Um, you know, being a Crow supporter as well, obviously staying local. That you know, I enjoyed watching all the all the South Australians. I didn't have a particular favourite player, but um, yeah, for me, it's it's Michael Voss and, and Dean Cox. Um, yeah, because I really enjoyed the way they played. Fantastic, Sam. You've got some uh, great ones there, and and obviously when you guys are playing AFL football, what other interests? Did you have outside of uh, AFL footy when you weren't obviously training and playing? Yeah, good question. Um, for me, I, I love sports. So obviously cricket, basketball. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of those, especially through the off season. You got to you got to watch a lot of that. So love the NBA and the NBL and and all that sort of stuff. And um, but for me, my, I guess my main passion is you know my home. To be honest, I love love looking after my lawn and my garden and trying to make the house as tight as I can. So um, I love the building building industry. So I spent a fair bit of time doing some courses and all that sort of stuff there. But yeah, my, my real passion lays lays in my home as, as my home is my castle. So um, love spending time here and, and fixing things up or, and making things neat and tidy. Uh, terrific. Sounds like you've got some uh, great other interests outside of uh, football, which is... Uh, Great. Yeah, so another question I wanted to ask, Sam, um, this is the last one talking about the Crows. Who who were some of your uh, mentors while you were at the club? Um, Matthew Clark was my rock coach. Um, he's a former AFL player himself. He was a, a very good player. And, yeah, so he, he obviously helped me immensely, um, you know, I guess a lot more with the, the technical side of rock work and, and all that. Um, you know, the next one was probably Ben Rutten. Um, he taught me a lot about professionalism and trying to get the best out of yourself and that, you know, you can do a lot of other stuff, but at the end of the day, performance is the number one thing that matters. And, um, you know, the next guy after those, those threes, uh, or those two is take your pick out of Paddy Dangerfield, Scott Thompson, Rory Sloan, they're all, all massive impacts on my career. And I'm very fortunate to be able to play a lot of, a lot of midfield time with them and made my job a lot easier knowing that, you know, I had those guys on my feet. So, um, you know, yeah, once again, a lot of those guys have, have had a big impact on my career. They definitely sure would have. They uh, sound like they're all uh, great uh, me- mentors that you had um, at the time when you are at Crows. Now we'll move on, Sam, to obviously the uh, GWS Giants where you finished your uh, AFL football career. Uh, mate, um, obviously, yeah. So, what was the uh, reason for making the change? Because obviously, you said earlier in the show, all your family and that are all back in South Australia. 
Yeah, I think, I guess the opportunity to go up to Giants and um, I, my time was just up at the Crows. You know, I think, unfortunately, all good things come to an end and we had Riley O'Brien who was ready to go and, you know, he, he had a great, you know, season in 2020 and I think that probably played a part part in me sort of letting him be able to take control and, and not sort of be be there hovering around. So um, part of that was in my decision. I guess the opportunity to go up there and hopefully jag a flag um, you know, it was they were coming off a grand final loss and I thought we'd be around the mark again, but um, unfortunately it didn't pan out that way. But um, and also just the opportunity to go and learn a new city, try something different. Um, you know, I think footy's fantastic because it enables you to go places you wouldn't normally go, and, and Sydney's certainly that for us. As, as I mentioned, we're both South Australian, and you know, to get the opportunity to go up there and, and try a new city, you like learn a new club. Um, was going to be really good for my development and really good for us as a family to get out and try something different. It definitely would have been great for you to try something different. What was it like playing with guys from GWS like Toby Green, Jeremy Cameron, Phil Davis? What was it like for you playing with them type of uh, great uh, players themselves? Yeah, that was obviously one of the things that appealed to me so much is to go up there and with some of those players and, you know, unfortunately we didn't have a great season and, you know, for whatever reason, we had a lot of challenges along the way and, um, you know, it wasn't to be, but, you know, I'm very confident they'll bounce back quickly this year. They've got a fantastic squad. They've got great leaders at the club and, um, you know, it was just, it was just great to go out there and get to know those boys and spend a year with them. And obviously being in the hub life, we got to spend a lot more time with them. So I'm very, very thankful for the opportunity for the Giants to give me that to go out there for a year and you know unfortunately it didn't pan out but you don't know if you don't try so yeah that's right mate you can always try new things in life yeah so you just mentioned then sam uh that would have been tough for you as players being in the hub obviously very limited i imagine on what uh what you guys were would be able to do yeah it was i guess there's two ways of looking at it, it was obviously challenging but at the same time, it was a great privilege to be able to just play footy and, and focus on that as, as many other people didn't have that luxury. So um, it was certainly challenging, especially with the young family, trying to manoeuvre our way through all the restrictions and, and whatnot. But, you know, it certainly played a part in me retiring at the end of the year as, as, you know, I couldn't have gone through another year like that. As it was really hard on my family and I asked a lot of them. So very happy to be home and settled in in, in Adelaide back now and, and knowing my family's only, you know, a couple of hours away to... To, to drive there and see them. So, um, you know, it's obviously hard for probably the guys with families. and um, But, you know, I think the young boys lapped it up as they got an opportunity to go away and, and hang out together every day. Yeah. So, did the uh, players uh, gel a bit, bit more together? Obviously, spending uh, that amount of time together in our hubs. Yeah, I think it probably goes a bit of both ways. I think some teams probably did and then some teams, you know, it probably probably heightened issues and, and probably made things seem harder than they actually were. And I think sometimes, you know, especially as, as Giants players, we we had a lot of guys who, who don't, you know, immerse themselves with footy. They like to do things outside of footy. And, you know, it's really hard because once you're in a hub, all it is is footy, footy, footy. So, um, you know, it's nice to have your time away. So I think some guys found it pretty tough like that. Yeah, they definitely would have found it tough, Sam, like you were just saying then. It is really important and for obviously players and uh, staff's well-being to obviously have 
other interests outside of uh, football, not just being football, but it definitely would have been challenging. Can you quickly maybe just go go through with uh, for the listeners, what were some of the type of things that uh, you guys done in the hubs outside of training and that? Yeah, there wasn't a lot to be honest at times. You know, when we're in Perth, we're actually stuck in our hotel room for two weeks. So um, we literally didn't leave the hotel unless we went to training. So that was pretty tough as you sort of just sat around just hanging out in your hotel room and, and seeing all the boys. And um, so, yeah, there wasn't a lot to do there. Boys took their PlayStations over and, and whatnot. So a lot of gaming and, you know, watching TV and all that sort of stuff. Um, when we went back to Queensland, restrictions were a bit easier. So we were able to have a car and go for a drive to the beach and, and look around, but we still weren't able to go shopping or or any of that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, you're still capped, but you're able to do a bit more. So that was a bit easier once we got back to Queensland, but Perth was definitely the toughest. It's definitely would have been, which which I know, Sam, uh, the, uh, the uh, communities are grateful for what, uh, you AFL players done obviously this year obviously being in hubs that, that would have been tough like you said families were away from kids and all that kind of stuff for a long time so I know that the community is very grateful for what you guys done as players so thank you again for what for oh, what you done and for what the rest done in the AFL as well made all them sacrifices to keep the great game of football going no worries mate it was obviously great to just have the game going as, as players we enjoyed having it on every night as well so um, I'm certainly looking forward to this footy season I'm looking forward to watching and, and see how things unfold from a, I guess a non-playing perspective yeah that's right Sam it, it, it definitely will be interesting obviously depending on what happens with each state with, with restrictions next year no, no one really knows what the AFL season could look like for next year. So we'll just wait and see, I suppose, what happens there. Yeah. 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 No, exactly right. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. So did you have a favourite uh, football memory? It might have been when you were younger or when you were playing AFL. Um, yeah, a lot of football memories. Um, obviously, you know, any time you have successes, as a team's great period, I think through 2015 to 2017, we had a lot of team success and, you know, I was fortunate to play in a grand final. Unfortunately, we lost it, but to get the opportunity to go through that was great. Um, you know, I played in a few prelims and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really good to, to, to have that team success. So anytime you're able to have that, it's probably the most, most enjoyable time. Definitely would have been like you just said, it obviously would have been disappointing for you guys that unfortunately you couldn't uh, get, get the job done on the grand final day. So that would have been disappointing. Yeah, it was. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm zipping three in grand finals. So I haven't quite jagged one yet. So I'll just keep trying. Uh, one last question, Sam, I'd like to ask you. Um, can you explain to the listeners what is a uh, sports, sports manager for you AFL players? Yeah, so I guess it's a, it's, a, it's a qualified agent. So they're all approved by the AFL that they, they effectively look after our best interests. So they manage your contract, they manage your appearance fees, they give you support 
most of all. And, and mine's Tom Petrora, and I'm very, very fortunate to have him as my manager. He's, he's become a really close mate of mine too. And I'm very lucky as he, he, he looked after me a lot through my career. So I wouldn't have been as successful as I was without, without his help. So um, yeah, there's obviously a lot out there at the moment. So they, a lot of time gets put into making sure they're qualified for the job as it is a big job um but yeah I'm, I'm very fortunate to have one i was just about to say sam they would they would definitely play a big part in your uh, afl football career yeah they do they do they obviously give us guidance they they help us when we need it um you, you know they're, they're very good sounding boards to run anything by so um and generally they're well connected too so no they're, they're very good it's awesome that they give you all the uh, support that you need. Well, Sam, it is time to wrap this podcast up, mate. A massive thank you for coming on the show. No worries at all, mate. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, good luck with the show. And hopefully it gets bigger and better. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye for now. Beautiful, mate.